Exploring the impact. First tonight on our news live at 7, international crime reports rattle the tourism industry as concerns mount over impact on arrivals and bookings. A top tourism executive weighs in. Also, the Attorney General defends the PLP's bail amendment bill, telling opposers that a vote against it is a vote against the safety of our communities. Plus, expanding the Bahamian diplomatic footprint. The Foreign Office says Los Angeles tops the list for new consulate offices abroad. Then in our news at 7.30, the fallout from international coverage of crime comes back into focus. The Prime Minister pressuring the local press to adjust its reporting. Our news live at 7 starts right now. Welcome to our news live at 7. Thanks for joining us tonight. I'm Candino Knowles. A slew of bad international press about crime in the Bahamas making a lot of residents and citizens uneasy, especially those who earn a living in the tourism business. But the bigger concern here is the impact on the numbers, specifically arrivals and bookings. Marlena Leonard brings us insight from someone who has a direct finger on the pulse. While the numbers are good, 2024 is off to a rocky start when it comes to international media coverage of crime in the Bahamas. In late January, the United States releasing an updated security alert warning Americans about crime, with ongoing international coverage of murders and more recently alleged rapes in the country. But have numbers reflected this negative press? CEO of the Nassau Paradise Island Promotion Board and former Director General of Tourism, Joy Gibraloo, sums it up this way. I just spoke with NAD, and they've had a robust start to February. We know that the advisory came out at the end of January. Of course, initially, there were some concerns, and I think that's natural. But the message that we keep saying, people are fortunate, we're fortunate, people call, and they say, okay, I've read this. What can I expect? And when you let them know that we are a level two, that hasn't changed for about four years. And they say, oh, really? I thought you were level one. No. And so you send them to search for the facts. But when it comes to making visitors feel safe, Jibberlou says it's a matter of highlighting the right statistics. One of the things from a tourism perspective that we really wish to get across is that crimes against our visitors have been negligible. If you think last year, the records look like we're going to hit 9 million or just over. And if you measure the percentage of recorded crimes against the visitors, I think someone did a calculation and it's 0. Point, and they're four zero 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 one seven percent Incredible. She says at the end of the day, everyone needs to be vigilant even on vacation. As we are as locals, we are careful where we go. And as in any big city, I urge people, be cautious. Just because you're on vacation, do not let your guard down. But it's having the opportunity to speak to people, to talk to them, let them know what is the situation on hand, to lay their fears. Reporting for Our News, I'm Marlena Leonard. All right, thanks a lot for that, Marlena. Be more sensitive in the fight against crime. It's a message emphasized by Prime Minister Philip Davis today during a meeting with members of the clergy urging the media to examine how crime is portrayed in newspapers worldwide. Davis pointed out that crime is often relegated to smaller headlines on the third or fourth pages rather than being splashed across the front page in bold letters. The Prime Minister went a step further and shared this about the local media. I think they should see their role as trying to help the country. I'm not saying not to report, but where you report it may make a difference. Yes. And, and all I ask them to do, if you check, right, check Jamaica, see where their crime report is. Check Trinidad, check the United States. Just check and see where it is. It's never on the front page. But every bullet, every bullet that is fired appears to be front page news on all of our daily news. And what happened? AP picks it up, brothers pick it up, and what happens? Now, and, and it's continuing. All right, now be sure and stay tuned to our news at 7.30. Our Talia Hall, she's got a full report from that meeting coming up. 
Well, senators wrapping debate on the bail amendment bill moved this morning by Attorney General Ryan Pinder, who outlined several key sections. Among these, in section 9A, subsection 5, that stands out, stipulating three mandatory conditions for an accused individual to obtain bail upon the bill's passage. Firstly, individuals granted bail must agree not to commit any offenses while released. Secondly, they must pledge not to interfere with witnesses. And lastly, they must commit to appearing at the designated trial time and place or on the adjourned date. The Attorney General emphasized these conditions are pivotal for ensuring the proper administration of justice. Moreover, he took the opportunity to criticize the opposition for their decision to abstain from the proceedings. Then you stay in jail. If you don't agree, you don't get bail. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. We consider these as important conditions to be mandated. Conditions that are to ensure the proper administration of justice and the safety of the Bahamian people. A vote against this is a vote against the safety of Bahamian community. They are choosing politics over punishment of criminals on the streets. And they are choosing politics over being tough on crime. Now, ahead of the bill's passing just moments ago, opposition Senator Michael Barnett-Ellis snapped back at the Attorney General, doubling down on why the opposition won't support the bill. You can call us academic or unpatriotic, but if we are of the considered opinion that this bill is unlawful and infringes on constitutional rights, then we will continue to speak out. And you can call us academic or unpatriotic, but if we are of the considered opinion that this bill is unlawful and infringes on constitutional rights, then we will continue to speak out. All right, the latest from the Senate proceedings, available now at rnews.bs. We've got much more to get to tonight, but for now, it's time for your first look at temperatures. Meteorologist Greg Thompson is standing by in the Weather Center. And Greg, I see we have climbed up to 76. We're in the mid-70s now. I mean, I know we were expecting that cool temperature to continue much into uh, the rest of this first quarter, but... 76. It, it's warm. It's like temperature. Yeah. 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 Just took a dip. <laughs> 74. Yeah. yeah. I see it's it. warm on the outside. I see it. I see it. But we are expecting uh, some cooler temperatures. There's a front coming. We'll tell you about, uh, about that in a short while. But yeah, 74 degrees. That's warm for this time. Mostly clear skies, though. Your winds out of the south. And that's the reason why we have these warm temperatures. You're getting that tropical air mass coming in. 10 miles per hour. Feels like temperature. Still a warm 75. Temperatures around the islands right now. All in the 70s. 73 in Freeport. 75 Marsh Harbor Abaco and in Nickel San Andros. Over in Alistair Bimney, Great Harbor Key, you guys are 76, 75 in Governor's Harbor as well. In the central Bahamas, 74, Kemp's Bay and Cuban Towns in Salvador. Arthur's Town, Cat Island, 76, 77 in Georgetown, Deadman's Key, 78. And in the southeast Bahamas, even warmer down there. Duncan Town, Ragged Island, you're the outlier at 73. 77's Colonel Hill, Cricket Island, Abraham's Bay, 78's in the left. Delectable Bay, Matthew Downing, Nagua, and our very good neighbors to the southeast, Tricks and Kegas Islands. You are 76 at this hour. Satellite and radar composite, quiet across our area. High pressure is in charge. That high is sliding out towards the east slowly, but it is paving the way for frontal boundary now moving into the Florida Big Bend area. Some showers and isolated thunderstorms with that front. We expect that front to get into the northwest palms early in the morning. Should be here near the capital by about midday, shortly thereafter but not much weather expected with the front. It's going to fall apart eventually as it moves towards the southeast. That's your first look at weather. Stick with us. A look at your extended forecast is still to come. Thanks, Greg. And still to come on our news, the foreign ministry eyes diplomatic expansion with consulate offices abroad set to grow. Los Angeles topping the list. And leading the charge, the Technical Institute pursues accreditation as the newly appointed president pledges to strengthen academic framework and industry relationships. Sasha Lightborn has the exclusive interview when our news returns.
Since they're on sale, Max bought things neither he nor his friend really needed. Hungry for deals? Come to KFC to satisfy your hunger before doing something crazy. Our new six-piece value deal is packed with six pieces of your favorite fried chicken, three orders of crispy fries, and three buttery biscuits, all for just $20. You work hard for your money. Get the biggest bang for your taste buds. Satisfy your taste buds with KFC. It's finger-licking good. February is the month of love, and you will love the specials at Super Value and Quality Supermarkets. Rainbow Corn Beef, 12 ounce, $2.29. Mullis Ready Cut Macaroni, 16 ounce, $2.19. English Cheddar Cheese, $3.99 per pound. Vitamol Classic, 10 to 12 ounce, $1.19. Chicken Leg Quarters, 10 pound bag, 89 cents per pound. If you love to save, you will love Super Value and Quality Supermarkets. The foreign ministry is looking to expand its diplomatic footprint with new consulate offices abroad. Foreign Minister Fred Mitchell announcing the top of the list of proposed offices is Los Angeles. Los Angeles is scheduled to open on the 19th of February, uh, which is the eve of Sidney Poitier's birthday. And uh, so Mrs. Poitier has agreed to cut the ribbon. And so that one is on track. Um, there have been uh, agreed upgrades to Trinidad and to Jamaica, uh, but that's the actual thing about an office and all the rest of that, some, some ways off. Um, and similarly um, in uh, Abu Dhabi. Questioned about government's ability to staff these offices with enough manpower and resources, Mitchell admitted he's more concerned with budgetary support. That is a matter for the Ministry of Finance. We work with them. We don't stretch our resources beyond what the, what the country can bear. Uh, what we know is that there is a demand from Bahamian citizens who travel abroad uh, for the consular services. And uh, you just have to be, for example, you run into a problem in Thailand or you run into a problem in, uh, in Australia, and the nearest place is China, which is... Uh, even at the best way, 10, 10 or 11 hours away by plane. So um, there, there are these difficulties. On the path to accreditation, the country's premier technical and vocational institute taking bold steps to solidify its position within the tertiary education sector. With a steadfast commitment to excellence, the institute now analyzing existing loopholes to enhance its academic structure and foster greater trust among students and the corporate community. Sasha Lightborn spoke exclusively with BTVI's newly appointed president who outlined her ambitious plan to achieve the milestone to elevate the institute. Once candidacy is in place, of course, that process takes another year or so to, for visitors to come, um, see evidence of, of our doing what we say we're doing, and um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a process. But candidacy, it's our intention uh, to declare by the end of the year. That was newly confirmed president of the Bahamas Technical and Vocational Institute, Dr. Linda Davis, who shared with me how Institute plans to achieve the immediate goal of accreditation. During our interview, she explained it will require stamps of approval from several premier organizations. NACOB is the national um, accredit um, accrediting agency in the country responsible for registration as well as accreditation. A Council of Education, of course, is the um, international organization that focuses on technical and vocational education. And so we are setting um, the pathway for candidacy in both respects. Now, achieving accreditation will mark a significant milestone in BTVI's journey towards excellence in education. And Dr. Davis says key to meeting the mark will be a total program review. We are taking deep dives across our programs. We are ensuring the currency in concert with our, uh, our um, program advisory committees. We are really uh, bringing them in line so that they meet the stamp of national and international um, approval and accreditation. So we're excited about that process. It's hard work. Mm -hmm. um, faculty have been engaged. 
but we're excited about where that will take us. That's an immediate goal, and that's a goal that is underway. We will not get accreditation unless we uh, complete the process on the programmatic side. Reporting for our news, I'm Sasha Lightborn. When our news comes back from the break, we turn our spotlight to stories making headlines across the world as off-duty officers subdue a gunwoman at Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church in Houston. Plus, the Chiefs win the Super Bowl with a thrilling 25-22 defeat of the 49ers. And Venezuela accuses Guyana of illegal oil concessions amid border tensions. Military movements prompt diplomatic concerns as Exxon Mobil eyes offshore expansion. The story when our news returns. Doctors Hospital is reimagined primary care. We've invested to improve our health system, ensuring that accessible, affordable, world-class clinical care is closer to you. Your relationship with a primary care provider shapes the foundation of your overall health. Our new, modern primary care facilities are where critical diagnosis and true personalized treatment begin. With locations across New Providence, Grand Bahama, and Exuma, we invite you to experience the Doctors Hospital difference. Book your next appointment at clinics.doctorshospital.com. Energy conservation is the decision and practice of using less energy. Energy efficiency means using less energy to perform the same task. Turning off lights when you leave a room. Unplugging appliances not in use. People conserve to gain more control over their energy bill and to reduce demand on the Earth's natural resources. Bahamas Power and Light Company Limited looks forward to helping our customers eliminate wasted energy. Take this journey with us as we build for better. BPL. This is our news. Welcome back. We turn our attention now to stories making headlines across the world. Two off-duty law enforcement officers in Houston, Texas, took down a woman who opened fire on Sunday at Lakewood Church, one of the largest evangelical churches in the United States, led by televangelist Joel Oldstein. Police confirmed as much in this report from Gabe Singer. Two off-duty cops took down a woman who opened fire at a megachurch in Houston, Texas on Sunday. Video posted on social media showed congregants running for the exits as gunshots rang out, just as Lakewood Church was preparing to host a Spanish language service. This parishioner said she was in the church bookstore when the shooting began. All the gunshots were coming in, but they were shooting them in the, in the elevators in the bunker where I stayed in. So they were shooting and they shooting. They came in, they came in, they came in. But I just stayed hidden down, right, all the way until the security came up. Houston Police Chief Troy Finner said off-duty officers killed the shooter, who was armed with a long rifle and accompanied by a young child, before she could kill anyone inside the church. But he said the child and an adult man were caught in the crossfire. Both. Officers, the officer and agent, uh, engaged, uh, striking the female. Uh, she's deceased here on the scene. Unfortunately, a five-year-old kid was hit and is in critical condition at our local hospital. That was a 57-year-old man who didn't have anything to do with it, I don't think, was shot in the leg. He's seeking treatment in the hospital. Lakewood is one of the largest evangelical churches in the country and is led by prominent televangelist Joel Austin, who also spoke to reporters. We're going to continue to, to move forward, and there are forces of evil, but the, the forces that are for us, the forces of God are stronger than that. Police said the woman had threatened that she had a bomb, but that they had found no explosives after searching her backpack and vehicle. The U.S. Secret Service National Threat Assessment Center found in a 2023 report that 96% of mass attackers from 2016 to 2020 were male, making the apparent Houston attempt a rare case. 
Police declined to speculate on a motive, but vowed they would leave, quote, no stone unturned during the investigation. And in a stunning overtime showdown in Sin City, Patrick Mahomes sealed the Kansas City Chiefs' legacy as NFL dynasty. A touchdown pass to Nicole Hardman clinched their 25-22 Super Bowl victory over the San Francisco 49ers, igniting celebrations reminiscent of the Strip's grandest spectacles. This third Super Bowl triumph in five years solidifies their reign, echoing the Patriots' dominance in 2005. Mahomes orchestrated a winning dive, earning MVP honors for the third time. While Chiefs, Chiefs fans rejoice, Niners' hopes for a sixth title were dashed once again. It's awesome. It's like the most important thing ever. I thought it was going to go on double overtime, and they pulled it out. So. Yep. Yay! They pulled it out. And I got to tell you, it's the most important game ever. And this is awesome. The first Super Bowl, big, longtime Chiefs fan, and couldn't have ended any better than having them win. I like the game. It was a close game, but uh, I was rooting for the 49ers. I think it all came down to that missed extra point. Well, I think it's uh, ridiculous to end the game on that last play, just leaving them wide open and lost a lot of money, but here we are. We're going to get back to it, though. We're going to come back next year even harder. Venezuela has accused its neighbor Guyana of granting illegal oil exploration concessions in disputed territory, signaling its readiness to take diplomatic actions. This comes after Guyana reported Venezuelan military movements near their eastern border, supported by satellite imagery. Venezuela, while not denying Guyana's claims, asserts its right to bolster border defenses. United States National Security Spokesperson John Kirby weighing in. We've obviously been monitoring this closely uh, ourselves. Uh, our assessment is that uh, whatever military movements there have been by Venezuela have been of a very uh, of a small nature and size and scale and scope. Uh, we see no indication that there's about to be hostilities or that the Venezuelan military would be capable uh, of conducting um, any significant military activities there. Uh, we continue to urge uh, uh, a peaceful resolution to this, and obviously we're going to continue to watch it closely. I would remind that anything that we're doing down in Guyana or in that area is done purely for defensive purposes. Still to come in our news today in history, find out interesting facts about the day that was February 12th. Then in our news at 7.30, the Foreign Office defends the Bahamas amid international scrutiny. The minister reaffirms the Bahamas as a safe place despite crime reports. And remembering the life and legacy of cancer survivor and advocate Andrea Sweeting. When our news returns. Last week, the principal, Mr. Bethel, reached out to us and asked for a total of five laptops after a further investigation that he needed more to complete the computer lab. And now we're here today to donate the full 25 laptops. We realize in the business of education, we need partners. And companies like Gerald Investment have proven themselves. They are so excited about this to get the laptops. Janet Jackson presents Together Again, a celebration of hits, plus brand new music live in concert. Janet Jackson at Atlantis, Saturday, April 27th. Get tickets now at AtlantisLive.com. For more, visit JanetJackson.com. Have you heard that sound? It's the sound of us. Since our origins, we burst music. Our sounds mixed together. So let us hear your sound too. Your sound of passion, of joy, of friendship. The sound of your style and the beat of your night. It's time to play together. The sound of Guinness, the sounds of greatness. Energy conservation is the decision and practice of using less energy. Energy efficiency means using less energy to perform the same task. Turning off lights when you leave a room. Unplugging appliances not in use. People conserve to gain more control over their energy bill and to reduce demand on the Earth's natural resources. Bahamas Power and Light Company Limited looks forward to helping our customers eliminate wasted energy. 
Take this journey with us as we build for better. BPL. Welcome back to our news. It's time now to turn our spotlight on events that shaped the day that was February 12th. Take a look. On this day in Bahamian history in 1782, Nicholas Garner was inaugurated as Speaker of the House of Assembly. He held the position from 1782 until April 20th, 1784. Then fast forward to 2007 when the Tribune featured on its front page two photographs depicting then-Minister of Immigration Shane Gibson and the late Anna Nicole Smith. The images portrayed Gibson and Smith embracing in bed while fully clothed. This publication sparked a national scandal as Gibson, responsible for granting residency to foreign individuals, potentially faced accusations of a conflict of interest. Smith had been granted residency a few months prior. Despite denying any wrongdoing, Gibson resigned a few days later amid public pressure. And in 2015 was the closure of Crystal Palace Casino situated on Cable Beach Strip in New Providence. Initially anticipated to reopen in March and later in May of 2015, the hotel was eventually demolished on October 1st, 2018. If you're not a fan of the traditional Valentine's night dinner date, then the Covent Garden Dance Company's upcoming performance may be the perfect alternative. They're bringing ballet dinner theater production all the way from the United Kingdom. Two shows, one on February 14th and the other on the 16th, will take place in an open-air theater in Old Fort Bay. Director of Covent Garden Dance Company, Matt Brady, sharing this overview. You arrive, you have a drink, uh, we'll seat people by about 7 p.m., uh, they'll have their starter, and then we'll do half an hour of performance. And in that half hour, we have four short works. So there'll be a contemporary, a, a, a classical piece, and the air classical piece. So what we try to do with programs, we try to ensure that whether you've seen everything in, in a point shoe or ballet dance, that you're still going to have the most incredible night performance, but also if you've never been and you're feeling a little bit daunted about seeing ballet or dance, this is a wonderful way because if even if you're not liking the piece that you're watching, which I think would be very unlikely, there's three others in that section that you'll probably get to engage with. And more food and dance is expected to continue throughout the night, which Brady says audiences can expect to be finished by 11 p.m. The event will also be spearheaded by the wife of the Prime Minister, Anne-Marie Davis, and the director tells us that ticket sales are already down to the last few tables. Here's British High Commissioner Thomas Hartley. It's been quite, quite fun to see some of the romantic couples who have booked in and uh, who are going to make a real night of it. There's perhaps, perhaps nothing more romantic in the world than being on the beach in the Bahamas with dinner and incredible dancers, as in who could design something better? Perhaps you might have a wedding proposal or two, you never know. It's that, it's that sort of night. All right, to watch that story again and for all of today's top stories, you can visit rnews.bs. It's going to do it for us in News at 7. Joining us now is Italia Hall with the latest headlines. Italia? Yes, Ken, the countdown is on to Love Day and everyone Two days. seems excited. Two days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, Certainly, I'm looking forward to Josh's piece. Uh, he did a piece, I think, uh, just a few days ago on JWB. Yes. They've yes, got something yes, in yes. store for couples, but also singles. So... <laughs> You know, if you're not necessarily looking to spend it with someone, yeah, there's, there's an option still, for everyone. There's still right? an option for everyone. All right, thanks yeah. so much, Kenwell. The Foreign Affairs Office defends the Bahamas amid international scrutiny, plus remembering the life and legacy of cancer survivor and advocate Andrea Sweeting. Here are your latest headlines. New tonight on our news live at 7.30. More details into the country's crime situation revealed at a meeting held with the Prime Minister this afternoon. Hear why he's calling on the media to be more sensitive with its reporting. And is the Bahamas safe for visitors? Foreign Affairs Minister Fred Mitchell responds amid growing international concerns over crime. Plus, remembering a breast cancer warrior. She was a woman who loved this island, she loved this nation, and she... Um, 
she would want us to celebrate. She would want us to give glory to God in all things. Joshua Williams explores Andrea Sweeting's legacy and has an inside look into her life beyond the fight against the disease. And later, he'll tell you the Valentine's Day rush that has retailers gearing up to match shoppers with the perfect expressions of love when our news live at 7.30 returns. At the gateway to the Americas, on the picturesque island of Grand Bahama, a pioneering initiative is taking shape. Lucaya Solar Power Limited presents the $15 million Lucaya Solar Power Project, the first of its kind in the Bahamas' energy landscape. The state-of-the-art solar farm on the Fairfield and Devon sites spans just over 30 acres, and once completed, will harness the power of the sun to generate over 9.5 megawatts of clean, sustainable energy. The Lakaya Solar Project is a pivotal step towards diversifying the country's energy sources and significantly reducing dependency on fossil fuels. It's more than just a project. It's a commitment to a greener, more sustainable future. Lakaya Solar Power Limited, powered by Inti. Powering your world, powering your future. access what is sometimes deemed as a very highbrow art form. They may just think it's, you know, guys in tights and tutus and whatnot, but it's not. And the way that we do it is very accessible. It's it's very beautiful. So we, we had an opportunity. We were given an invitation. We said, can we do it? And we said, yeah, we'd love to. And, you know, this is... Why would you not want to come to the Bahamas and see all of the wonderful things, but then at the same time you've got this production happening where you're going to see the greatest dancers in the world performing one of the most beautiful places. You know, that, that's a unique thing. That's what we do, unique, beautiful locations. For February 14th and 16th only, the event will feature 360 seats, an all-inclusive dinner, as well as three sections of classical, neoclassical, and contemporary ballet performances. For more tourism updates, visit Tourism Today or Bahamas.com. I'm Michael Miller, and this is Tourism Today. Welcome to our news. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Italia Hall. Prime Minister Philip Davis calling on the local media to adjust their crime reporting tactics today. His comments come as international media headlines cast a spotlight on the Bahamas' growing crime problem and possibly putting our tourism industry at risk. Here's a look at what all he had to say. We will win this with every hands on that. We know exactly who they are. Police Commissioner Clayton Fernander updating an audience of government officials, including the Prime Minister, religious leaders, and the media on the latest crime statistics and strategies. It comes as the country takes a beating in international headlines, highlighting the double-digit murders for the year. Prime Minister Philip Davis telling that same audience about investments in crime-fighting tools like better ankle bracelet monitoring technology while also sharing the realities of falling hotel occupancies, which he blames on bad press from the local media. He made a comparison to crime reporting elsewhere. If you go to Jamaica, they had over 78 murders in less than three and a half weeks. Right? And, and growing. Trinidad, over 100. England, they're having the same problems. But look to see where it is being reported. It's not, it's not you don't have bold. It's not bold letters on the front page. You find them on the fourth and third page. His response, more sensitivity from the local media who should see their roles as protecting the country. I'm not saying not to report, but where you report it may make a difference. There was also the issue of the U.S. Embassy's Level 2 advisory to Americans. He contends the Bahamas has been at Level 2 for several years. The advisory wasn't bad at all. But when, what we, when we checked, the final why is being picked up and taking legs is because every time they look at our local newspaper, the headline is murder. When questioned about his own party's 2012 election billboards with a then-murder count, which also captured international attention, he had this to say. That, that's the pass. That's the pass, right? I'm looking forward, all right? What I'm saying now is I now have evidence that this is impacting how it is accepted in the, in the international community. 
I didn't have the evidence then as to how it was accepted. And now that I know how it's accepted, I will say to the press, just be responsible. All right, well, the Bahamas is safe for visitors. That's the position taken by Foreign Affairs Minister Fred Mitchell as he defends the Bahamas in the face of all the recent bad international press. The murder rate, crime in general, and just recently allegations of tourist rapes making new cycles around the world. The Foreign Affairs Minister maintaining despite these reports, the Bahamas is safe and government is doing what's necessary to address the crime problem. His comments coming on the sidelines of today's announcement of the National Honors nominations. You have to pay attention to concerns. Um, the fact is the country is generally safe for visitors and uh, generally safe for Bahamians. So you have these things which come from time to time. Uh, the main thing is that there's a program on crime to try and tamp down the violence in the country amongst a certain demographic, and that requires discipline, so, um, investment in young people, uh, investment in social development, uh, efforts to eliminate poverty, uh, all of those things. And, and the, the five pillars of the Prime Minister's program, I think, are, are the, way, the way forward. But even with amendments to the Bail Act, a government-backed prime plan and more police presence, the bad press continues. Mitchell confirming they are talking to the right stakeholders to try and counteract this bad publicity. Uh, the Foreign Affairs Ministry was the first out of the gate to say, hey, hang on a second here, um, you know, you're, you're, you're not talking about an unsafe country. The country's generally safe for tourists. Uh, we were engaged in uh, helping to convene the meetings with the stakeholders. Uh, I've spoken to them myself to find out what the impacts are. While a woman is in hospital following a traffic accident just before 9 last night in Grand Bahama, police tells us when they arrived on Queens Highway, they found a school bus and a small silver vehicle that collided with the bus that you can see on this video. The female driver of the vehicle was seriously injured and taken to hospital for medical attention. Now investigations are continuing. Warm temperatures to start off the work week, but keep your umbrellas closed as there is one or two showers in the forecast. Meteorologist Greg Thompson is in the weather center with your first look at weather. Greg, yeah, both 74 showers. Four degrees tonight. Yeah, it's warm. It is, it is warm if you've been outside. Um, but we are starting to see less clouds. Winds are going to fall off, so temperatures will uh, be comfortable tonight. And in terms of the showers, there's a front. We'll see that in our satellite and radar composite, but. Maybe a couple of isolated showers expected with that front, but it's going to wash out rather quickly. 74 degrees outside and mostly clear skies. Your winds out to the south at 10 miles per hour and your feels like temperature is at 75. Satellite radar composite, quiet across area. High pressure is still in charge. That high is sliding out towards the east, keeping us rather quiet. But we are watching a front. We're tracking that across the central portion. Well, actually, it's moving into the central portions of Florida right now. Some isolated showers and thunderstorms along that front should get into the Grand Bahama area early in the morning. And here in the capital, we should see that sometime afternoon. That's a quick check on conditions around the island. Stick with us. A look at your extended forecast is still to come. Still to come on our news, a legacy of courage in the fight against breast cancer. Tonight, we remember the life and inspirational journey of Andrea Sweeting. Plus, hundreds unite against bullying. We'll tell you how students in New Providence join forces to create safer school environments. And later, love is in the air. A Valentine's Day shopping frenzy hits Arm Bailey Park. Our Daniel Miller highlights the seasonal tradition as vendors cater to every romantic gesture when our news returns. Stay with us. It has the looks, the style, the performance. Your new car is everything you always dreamed of. Now it's here. Commonwealth Bank was happy to help put you behind the wheel with a new car loan at a competitive rate and fast, friendly approval. It's a service that just comes naturally to us, just like how love of tradition comes naturally to you. Commonwealth Bank, leader in personal banking services. Thrive Physiotherapy is an outpatient, privately owned pediatric physiotherapy facility. We cater to children of all ages up to 18, but with a primary focus of early intervention from zero to three. I think as a mother, it is bittersweet. You know something's going on with your child, don't quite know what's going on. But then you have this light, Holly, coming in to help 
remedy or save her and help her to, you know, just resume a great quality of life. Before Jed knows he's coming, he's already screaming Holly's name. My girl getting ready to walk now. Anybody, any kid, you would definitely be comfortable and you would be pleased with the results. If your child has just received a diagnosis or your parental gut is just telling you something's not quite right, come on over and let us have a look. Let us treat your child and establish a plan that'll help them to thrive. Since they're on sale, Max bought things neither he nor his friend really needed. Hungry for deals? Come to KFC to satisfy your hunger before doing something crazy. Our new six-piece value deal is packed with six pieces of your favorite fried chicken, three orders of crispy fries, and three buttery biscuits, all for just $20. You work hard for your money. Get the biggest bang for your taste buds. Satisfy your taste buds with KFC. It's finger-licking good. Energy conservation is the decision and practice of using less energy. Energy efficiency means using less energy to perform the same task. Turning off lights when you leave a room. Unplugging appliances not in use. People conserve to gain more control over their energy bill and to reduce demand on the Earth's natural resources. Bahamas Power and Light Company Limited looks forward to helping our customers eliminate wasted energy. Take this journey with us as we build for better. BPL. Cancer Treatment Centers of America is now City of Hope, creating one of the leading cancer care and research networks from coast to coast, providing more of what you need. More locations means more care closer to home. More specialists means more expertise. More research means more breakthroughs. More advancements means more treatment options. And more options means more hope. Call now to get more of the care you need. She was the face of the fight against breast cancer for over two decades. She led a tireless crusade to bring awareness to the struggle and survival against this dreaded disease. Well, over the weekend, Andrea Sweeting's battle came to an end. While the community reflects on the life of this warrior tonight, we hear from someone who knew another, softer side of her. Our Joshua Williams reports. To many, she was an advocate, a champion, and a voice. But for Courtney Celeste Spears, Andrea Sweeting was simply Grammy. Professional dancer now reflecting on the life of her 75-year-old grandmother and sharing that despite all the titles worn, Mother and Grammy was number one. Everybody loved her, um, but to me and to her grandchildren, she was the most loving and caring and disciplinarian and just an example. Um, she was filled with so much love. The holidays were especially memorable for Courtney. We go to New York every Christmas or around Thanksgiving time, and it was when I got to see her come over to the U.S. and we would walk around New York City and just bundle up. And I remember telling her, like Grammy, I want to, I want to be here. And she's like, okay. I know you could do it. God is on your side. A faithful member of St. Agnes Anglican Church, it was Andrea's fate that has been present all of her life. Getting tapped at 5.30 in the morning to go to St. Agnes at 6.30 to be in place for 7 o'clock. Like, I can't tell you how we all just do. You had to go to bed early because she was getting up for St. Agnes on Sunday. She loved her church family. She loved her ACW community. She loved being at church. Throughout her life, Andrea served the community tirelessly, most notably as president of Sister Sister Breast Cancer Support Group. For Courtney, the greatest tribute is for her work to continue. Do something she would do. Go support, go give to people, prioritize humanity, prioritize love, prioritize the community. Um, take your own life and see how you can help others. She was such a person of, if, if her life is not lived, to be of service to other people, to her, that was that that was all life was about. Reporting for our news, I'm Joshua Williams. All right, such a touching story. Thanks so much, Josh, and heartfelt condolences to our family from the entire our news team. Well, hundreds of students from across New Providence joined forces to stand up against bullying. 
all with the shared goal of fostering a safer school environment. Sasha Lightborn reports. On Friday, more than 1,200 students from different schools in the northern New Providence district came together at the Sikandal Isaacs Gymnasium for the inaugural anti-bullying rally organized by the Ministry of Education. Event coordinator and principal of D.W. Davis is Latoya Burrows. She shed light on the motivation behind the gathering. A number of our students in our schools are either the bully or being bullied. And so as a result of that, we decided to create this committee. Our first event actually happened in International Anti-Bully Month, which happened in the month of October. And during that time, schools sensitized students parents, staff members to the effects of bullying. From powerful speeches to heartfelt reflections, the anti-bullying rally served as a reminder of the collective responsibility to create a safe and inclusive environment for all students. Distinguished guests graced the event. Among them were Education Minister Glennis Hannah-Martin, National Security Minister Wayne Monroe, and Minister for Youth, Sports and Culture Mario Boleg. Each shared profound insights into the serious ramifications of bullying. All different must respect the differences of each other. I want you all to think very seriously about what you do, what you say, what you post. It will follow you for the rest of your life. If you are being bullied, if you are witness, don't stay silent because your silence is violence. We also heard from high school students who shared their insights gained from the event. Be kind to others because you never know what somebody is going through at home. Also, self-evaluate yourself. See how you react when you're in areas with other people, the way you speak to people, even the way how you treat others, and just be nice on the whole. Forgive, forgive and forget. Let those little minor things pass away. Don't hold on to grudges. Go to that person, ask for forgiveness. Just, you know, forgiveness is key. Reporting for our news, I'm Sasha Lightborn. It's now time for tonight's Financial Market Minute, brought to you by RF, your local investment bank. This has been your Financial Market Minute. To explore the best performing mutual funds in the Bahamas, visit our website at www.rfgroup.com. When our news comes back from the break, wondering how the weather may affect your plans this week, find out what to expect in your area in tonight's extended weather forecast. Coming up in sports, Devin Charlton's fast, really fast. Hear more from her on a record-breaking run tonight. And the clock is ticking for lovers looking to make their special someone smile this Valentine's Day. Our Daniel Miller tells us a shopping frenzy that's hit Arm Billy Park when Arnie's returns. Are you or a loved one under medical care? Do you need affordable medical supplies? Ports International is the largest home health care supplier. Medical supplies at the very best price. And you can even shop online. From hospital beds to wound care, wheelchairs to walkers, Ports is a one-stop shop for your medical supplies and we accept insurance. We have online shopping and two locations to serve you at the Airport Industrial Park and Shirley Street. We also ship to the Family Islands. Shop online and visit us on Facebook. Call Ports at 377-1771. From the fields of the fresh market, you will find fresh, delicious, mouth-watering produce and meat. Discover organic. 
specialty and healthy grocery products for everyday cooking. Your adventure awaits. Experience the fresh escape. Sign up today for My Solomon Smart Rewards at Solomon's Fresh Market. My son, he's a go-getter. He's a fighter. And he's very strong. He's very resilient, and he never let any of his battles get him down. He's an A student. He was diagnosed when he was six weeks old. Everybody just huddles and go and support him. And that makes him feel much better and much happier. It's definitely a privilege to know Kyrie. Watching him grow up, he knows that I love him. Kyrie is the bomb.com. He's doing a great job, and to stay true to himself. How is your day going? In a word, busy. 6 a.m. gym, 7 a.m. breakfast, 8 a.m. drop the kids to school, 9 to 3 back-to-back -back meetings with working lunch, of course, 4 p.m. pick up the kids, 4.15 dog groomer. Oh, but that reminds me, oh dear. Is something wrong? Yeah, I double booked my 6 p.m. Charity committee versus helping out at the kids' ballet. Oh, it's a tough one. I promise the kids. Which one are you going to reschedule? Neither. Divide and conquer. My husband can handle his own on the dance floor. It's a good thing your money's been just as busy. RF. Keeping your money busy with investment products and services that match your needs. This is our news. Welcome back. Bahamian Hurler, Devin Charlton, now a world record holder. Plus, it was a huge weekend for Bahamian collegiate athletes. Here now with our sports presented by 10th year seniors is Ronaldo and John Mark. Ronaldo. Thanks, Italia, and welcome to our sports presented by 10th year seniors. I'm Ronaldo Dorset. That's John Mark Nutt. Let's do show. This moment was bigger than just Bahamian history. It was world athletics history. When Devin Charlton heard her 60-meter hurdles time of 7.67 seconds at the Milrose Games in New York, she knew it was a special moment that would live on forever. I honestly can't even, can't even say. I just, all I was thinking about was just executing the start. Um, I did that, and from there, it was just a blur. I felt my, I knew I, I crossed the line first. Um, I was, like, anticipating the time. Um, I thought I heard him say world record. Um, didn't really catch it, but then everybody just got so excited. Started to embrace me and jumping up and down. It's almost like I must have done something special. It, it didn't really hit me until they brought me around to the clock, and I saw my name and world record and saw the time, and, and that's when it kind of, like, hit me, but I, I couldn't describe the race to you, but I, I tried. In the final, Charlton was positioned in the middle of the track between two-time world champion Daniel Williams of Jamaica and two-time world indoor champion Nia Ali of the United States. Charlton has been building up to this moment all season long. She ran a then-national record of 7.75 seconds in Lubbock, followed by 7.76 seconds in Boston. And I think I think early on we were just trying to so see where we're at, um, see if how practice was going, get a um, get an idea of, of what's going on. So then uh, I think it was it was after my second meet when I ran 7.75, and I I went to my coach and I'm just like that was a sloppy race, and so I knew that once we went back, started working on it, this, this race would show up. Um, I thought it could could have been there in Boston, um, didn't get it, and so once I went back to practice, the focus on the focus was just on executing that perfect race. Charlton, the reigning silver medalist in the event, will definitely be considered a strong contender at the 24 World Indoor Championships next month in Glasgow, Scotland. It was a huge weekend for Bahamians in the 60 meters at the collegiate level. Texas Tech Red Raiders senior Terrence Jones clocked a new personal best of 6.47 seconds, fourth all-time in school history. Fellow Bahamian and Red Raiders sophomore Anton Andrews finished fourth in a personal best of 6.58 seconds. Florida Gators senior Wanye McCoy also lowered his personal best time to 6.58 seconds at the Tyson Invitational in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Minnesota State Mavs senior Denisha Cartwright continues to rewrite the NCAA Division II record books. With her time of 8.05 seconds, Cartwright tied the all-time D2 indoor record in the 60-meter hurdles. She has three of the top times in the event in all of D2 history. She also holds the best time in the 300 meters, second best time in the 60 meters, and third best time in the 200 meters. That'll do it for sports. For John Mark Nutt, I'm Ronaldo Dorset. Back to the studio. Still ahead on our news tonight, love is in the air as Cupid's Day draws near. Haven't secured those heartfelt gestures for your beloved just yet? Well, stay tuned. We've got you covered. Plus, Craig is back in the Weather Center with your weekly forecast planner when our news returns. Stay with us. 
heard that sound? It's the sound of us. Since our origins, we burst music. Our sounds mixed together. So let us hear your sound too. Your sound of passion, of joy, of friendship. The sound of your style and the beat of your night. It's time to play together the sound of Guinness, the sounds of greatness. Energy conservation is the decision and practice of using less energy. Energy efficiency means using less energy to perform the same task. Turning off lights when you leave a room. Unplugging appliances not in use. People conserve to gain more control over their energy bill and to reduce demand on the Earth's natural resources. Bahamas Power and Light Company Limited looks forward to helping our customers eliminate wasted energy. Take this journey with us as we build for better. BPL. Doctors Hospital is reimagined primary care. We've invested to improve our health system, ensuring that accessible, affordable, world-class clinical care is closer to you. Your relationship with a primary care provider shapes the foundation of your overall health. Our new, modern primary care facilities are where critical diagnosis and true personalized treatment begin. With locations across New Providence, Grand Bahama, and Exuma, we invite you to experience the Doctors Hospital difference. Book your next appointment at clinics.doctorshoss.com. Over a decade ago, the Bahamas Striping Group of Companies was birthed out of a passion to change the way we travel. From only a $5,000 grant, the tenacity and work ethic has propelled BSGC to one of the leading road management companies in the Caribbean. We pride ourselves on going the extra mile where others won't, through the use of our state-of-the-art equipment and our certified team. Although the success is commendable, the road has been long, yet the mission continues in striving to be a world-class organization ran by Bahamians for Bahamians. With the help of our experienced and hardworking team, we at the Bahamas Striping Group of Companies are committed to making a difference one road at a time. Welcome back to our news. Warm weather on this Monday to start off the work week. Greg is back in the weather center with your extended forecast. Greg, and you said there's a front coming up, right? Yeah, that front is going to be moving through the northwest Bahamas uh, by early tomorrow. That's attached to a low-pressure system that's going to be moving up towards the north and east and away from us behind that a cooler air mass expected for the next couple of days. Most of the weather associated with the front now across north-central Florida. As I mentioned, that front will slide towards the southeast, northwest Bahamas early in the morning. Here in the capital, we expect that front to be passing at some time around noon. Maybe a couple of isolated showers, but the bulk of the weather will be, will be pulling towards the north and away from us. So we're not going to really see much in terms of any significant weather with this system. Maybe an isolated shower. Front now across north-central Florida should be moving slowly towards the southeast into the northwest Bahamas, as I mentioned, tomorrow morning. And then passing through the capital by tomorrow afternoon and into the central Bahamas by Thursday, that front should be falling apart and high pressure will be building in. So we're looking for a nice change in the atmosphere, some cooler temperatures expected for the next couple of days. Boating forecast, northwest and central Bahamas tonight. Your winds will be out of the south to southwest, 10 to 15 knots, all ahead of that front. Once that front comes through, northwesterly winds picking up in speed. Seas 2 to 4 feet. Your high tide is at 9.57 tonight. Your low tide at 4.12 in the morning. For the southeast Bahamas, southeast to southerly wind flow at 10 to 15 knots. Seas be running two to four feet over open waters. Here's a look now at your national forecast. In the extended forecast, some isolated showers in the forecast tomorrow. But as I mentioned, once that front goes through, temperatures will take a little bit of a dip. We're looking for mid-70s for most of the week. And then we climb back up into the 80s. Should get to near 80, 81 by the weekend. And we do expect another front by Saturday, Sunday time frame. We'll tell you a little bit more about that later on in the week. That's a look at our weather. Back to you. All right, thanks so much, Greg. Well, it is the season for love, but Valentine's Day is also a busy time for retailers who are looking to match shoppers with just the right way to say, I love you. Our Danielle Miller features one vendor who's taken her virtual business to a busy outdoor market. Let's take a look. It's become a seasonal tradition. 
the R.M. Bailey Park is once again a shopper's paradise. This time, it's for Valentine's Day. Vendors like Karen Brown, owner of Seasonal Collectives, moved her virtual business from Facebook to the busy park for this season of love. Of course, it has a teddy bear. It has your bath and body stuff. It has cider, perfume, chocolate, um, little lip gloss. This is a little love blanket. And it also has a ring light at the back. Something nice for men. This has a teddy bear, cologne set, a Michael Kors wallet, apple cider, there's a nice belt. There go your hot chocolate. And this is a sleep pants, a Valentine's sleep pants. Had some razors, the foot, um, pedicure for your foot. And this is a warming slippers. You've got to be a standout at a busy time like this. The green top stall greets prospective shoppers upon entering the park. In keeping up with the times, cashless shoppers can also use debit or credit cards. Now, while Valentine's Day is a day for love, Brown has made sure she's spreading the love around by including a product line for kids. For a little girl, we got some LOL going on here with the teddy bear. So that's a body wash and shampoo, the little purse chocolate, and a little um, nail kit, I know kids' favorite. Okay, got some puzzles. This is a little bath play shave kit. The teddy bear, you get a nice little bag, some candy, and also some pencils to go with it. Reporting for our news, I'm Danielle Miller. All right, I love it. Ken has agreed to go and check out the park with me tomorrow. Thanks so much for that, Danny. And with that, we thank you for joining us for our news tonight on behalf of the entire team. I'm Natalia Hall. We'll see you tomorrow night. Have a great evening.